Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Kale Brock on the KB Podcast. This is an in-between episode today where I read you an article of mine from my blog so you can have an audio version of it. This one is called Camel Milk Miracle or Just Good Gut Health. Check it out. You may have seen recently the kerfuffle regarding the use of camel's milk, yes, as in a desert-dwelling hump-backed creature, for treating illnesses such as autism, cancer, diabetes, depression, MS, immunosuppression, and more. If you didn't, you can Google it online. You can Google Network 7's camel milk story and check out the two-part relatively entertaining and impartial story on the purported benefits of consuming camel milk. As a summary, here is what the story covered. Camel milk has been consumed for thousands of years as a staple food and health beverage in the Middle East. Australia has more wild camels than anywhere in the world, all of whom are potentially fantastic sources of milk. It is now being touted as a superfood with numerous healing qualities, such qualities including the prevention and or treatment of illnesses like autism, cancer, diabetes, depression, MS, immunosuppression and more. There seems to be a link between the health of the gut and these diseases. Consuming the raw, unpasteurised, unhomogenised milk is far superior than consuming the processed, bottled variety as the live milk contains numerous beneficial bacteria and growth immune factors which are damaged by heat and processing. And right now, the Australian government prohibits the sale of raw milk from camels and cows, but has recently passed a bill to allow the sale of raw goat milk products. Now, this story isn't actually the first discovery that we've had this year, where the link between these types of diseases, largely autoimmune in nature, and gut health has been postulated, and quite often proven. In a brilliant ABC Catalyst documentary called Gut Reaction, we were told that scientists were treating symptoms of autism, asthma, Alzheimer's, and diabetes in mice using probiotics, because the same cells which cause inflammation of the gut were causing the inflammatory components of these diseases. Interesting, huh? That the gut might play a pivotal role in someone's health. Is there an echo in the room? Well, apparently so, because as far back as the 1930s, Dr. Weston A. Price revealed in his monumental book, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, that fermented foods, that is the presence of beneficial bacteria, seem to play a huge role in determining the health of any given culture. So the idea isn't new, as the scientific world would have you presume. They are simply a few, well, more than a few decades behind. So let's look at how do bacteria make us better. Well, let's jump back to the point where you were inside mummy's womb naturally. Preparing to enter this ghastly place we like to call Earth, a heinous suggestion when compared with the comfort of wombhood. But anyway, as we move through mum's birth canal during a natural birthing process, we are meant to be covered and slathered in beneficial bacteria, namely bifidobacteria, which then enters our system quite easily. We're actually born with a leaky gut, quite literally an open, permeable gut lining. So as we take suck of mum's milk, which is rich in colostrum, which is rich in growth factors and immune factors, they pass into the bloodstream, no fuss about it, and form what we like to call an immune system and healthy, developing environment for little Johnny. 
Once this happens, the gut is meant to then naturally close, allowing the aforementioned bacteria, those bifidobacteria from mum, to adhere to the gut lining, now developing a healthy mucus, thanks to the sweetening colostrum. And that'll form our inner ecosystem, quite literally our first of defense against all the insidious invaders hell-bent on overtaking the earth with their Napoleonic bacterial ambitions, as they do. This process is what I like to call imprinting. We receive all the information we need for our bodies to remain nice and strong for the rest of our lives. But unfortunately, this process is being compromised these days by a few things, in fact, and they're listed here. Vaccinations, medications, infant formula, sugar from a wide array of sources, some even natural, radiation and C-sections. So of course, now we end up with millions of individuals who are immunocompromised. They lack the good bacteria needed to properly absorb nutrition and digest their food and to crowd out the bad bacteria. They lack the ability to detoxify, the ability to maintain cleanliness of the blood, which is of extreme importance. And many of these people go on to develop the modern labels that I've listed at the top there. Labels we now think of as separate, evil, unstoppable diseases needing only medications and synthetics to fix. All the while, the undiagnosed chronic lack of good bacteria and compromised gut health remains untreated. Hmm. So it doesn't make sense that as soon as we introduced a source of good bacteria, be it from camel's milk or even other sources like probiotics, fermented foods, raw milk and more, that we would see some sort of improvement in our health status. It goes without saying, doesn't it? So it's not that camel's milk is magical, nor is it evil or detrimental. We are simply seeing a nation that has been duped when it comes to the real reasons for ill health. And it's not that everyone is dumb or that the medical system or the government is evil. They are just not informed properly. And in many cases, they're unwilling to look at, if, at different ideas. We know that people get a little bit steadfast and stubborn in that industry, don't we? I'm sure these people have good hearts. But as Philip Day likes to say, you can be sincere and you can be sincerely wrong. Healing the gut is something we all need to look at doing if we want to experience good health. It's the first thing that I do with all my clients, no matter what their health condition. And guess what? It works. For anyone experiencing challenges with their health, get in touch. Warmly, Kale Brock.